0: everybody and welcome to the podcast. We're absolutely delighted to have Rui Nobrega on the podcast this week. Rui is VP for Digital Transformation for Atisalad International. Rui has worked in many different countries and cultures and he makes a very interesting guest by sharing his experience of managing large IT projects all over the world. His insights will really tell what managers of international teams such as how do you motivate a team with different cultures? When should you dive in deep and when should you manage from the top? And what's the easy part, technology or people? Okay, there's no, no prizes for that. We do talk about the pace of change when and where technology should replace people. And Rui has some really interesting insights here. Finally, we hear what Rui's favorite places to live were and why. Also, we rock out on a really great song, Hope you enjoyed this as much as we enjoyed recording it.
1: It's a tough competitive business to drive telecom sales. But now there is a new channel that is making all the difference for innovative companies. That's the Digital Sales Channel. At Netzer, We are the leading digital sales channel provider for telecoms companies. Our customers can testify to our ability to listen and implement solutions that work for them. If you are a mobile operator, an MVNO or an eSIM provider, we'd like to understand your business issues and work with you to drive your sales. Contact pat.flynn at netzer.com and we can talk.
0: Okay, welcome to the podcast this week. And I'm delighted to have a really interesting guy who's been a, all over the world, as you'll find out. This is a Rui Nobregas. So there's my first Portuguese
1: word for today, Rui. How are we doing on your name? Yeah, doing fine. It's great, Pat. <laughs> uh, good, good to be here. Thank you very much.
0: No, I, I'm delighted to have you because you have a really interesting career. So, uh, Rui is a VP for digital transformation for a TISLAC group. Just looking at your career path so you're portuguese originally so let's start there
1: okay yeah i, I was born in portugal in madeira island uh i did a, a, my education did a degree on computer science mm-hmm. back in the capital back in lisbon in portugal this was uh 89 i think yeah 89 and after that i, I started working as a, as a consultant as an uh, i.t consultant uh, working in in many companies banking telecommunications and when I started working in telecommunications I, I just I, I fell in love with it I mean the, the business was so uh, so interesting and the technology is so is so complex and so 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 diverse you you get a lot of vendors and a lot of different technologies that you you can play with and develop. So when compared to banking, I had this uh, <laughs> b- uh, job opportunity of, of working in banking. I said, no, no, not uh, yeah, going yeah. there. This is where the fun is. So, yeah, I started working in, in a long-distance carrier in Portugal called Marconi. That company is not there anymore. And then I went to... To uh, mobile networks, so it was the big boom of the GSM. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you if you re- remember, everyone was launching mobile networks everywhere, mm-hmm. and that's it for me. I, I started there, started in telecommunications in Portugal, and then I moved on, Brazil yeah, I, and other uh, other places. Yeah.
0: No, really. So I was just just for the listeners. I was just looking at some of the countries you've worked in, and num- number of them twice. So UAE, Dubai, Germany, KL, Myanmar, Angola, uh, Brazil. I mean, that's just—it sounds like a great holiday if you're going to do that for a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What you so you've you've been in charge of uh, large IT projects in these different cultures, and we were talking earlier. Maybe could you tell us the difference between, say, working for the so-called you know Western-type business methods. Versus say working in Angola or uh, some of the Asian operators you worked with.
1: There are some differences, of course, and of course, there's always the culture. The culture mm-hmm. is different. Working in an African uh, country like Angola or Uganda is quite different from working in in Malaysia or Myanmar. The people are different. The way that they their attitude is different. Um, and that presents some challenges, but you have to adapt no matter what. If you want to succeed, if you want to to do to work in, in those environments, you have to adapt. So mm. adapting, your adaptation, your uh, ability to adapt is very, very, very important. Other challenges involve things that, uh, as we were discussing earlier, Pat, uh, things that we take for granted, for example, having connectivity, optical fiber, broadband, electricity, resources, programmers, uh, even software, things that you take for granted in Europe or right. in like countries like Germany or the UK or even the Middle East, you have everything there. It's, it might cost less or more, but you have everything there. You know that you can buy those things, that, that you have those services. In countries like Angola... Uganda, and even Myanmar, you don't have people with knowledge, you don't have electricity, you have to run your, your data centers on diesel. So y- you lack those resources. So you have to make do and you have to make a big bang out of having a, a, a less resources. So what I've learned, Pat, is that in those countries, countries like Angola and Myanmar, you have to be very hands-on. Mm-hmm. So you have to think of the strategy, of course. You need to align with the company strategy. You need to participate in building that that strategy. But then you need to be hands-on and you ne- need to have to have your hands dirty in the day-to-day operation. Right. You need to be a manager, you need to be a teacher, mm-hmm. you need to ensure that the people are doing what they should be doing and delivering what they should be delivering you need to correct uh, things uh, on a daily basis so you you cannot afford to have this to run things from thirty thousand feet right you need to go get down and micromanage when it's necessary and then come up when things are going smooth mm-hmm. so yes yeah.
0: that has that improved your people skills really are you yeah you strike me as a man with great people skills you know you you could drop you in a group of people and within 10 minutes, you know, you're going out for drinks with two of them. You're going to visit the other one next week and the other one wants you to marry your daughter or something. Right? <laughs> Is that where you get that from?
1: Uh, absolutely. I think that I I developed that. Uh, well, I, I can consider myself to be an extrovert kind of person. But I think that I developed my people skills at work. I mean, um, in, in 1999, I decided to go to Brazil. Mm-hmm. So a different culture. It's, uh, we speak the same language. It's all Portuguese, but you get to Brazil, it's, it's a different thing. It's way bigger than Portugal. So you have to adapt to a more complex environment, more political environment. And you have to work with them. Um, so you have to adapt. And then I moved to other countries, countries like Romania, uh, Dubai. I mean, as I said before, people are, are, are very different. And, and you, uh, you have to develop your people skills. Mm-hmm. And what I found out, Pat, is that technology is the simple part. I deal with technology. I'm an IT guy. I'm an IT engineer, computer science. That's what I do. That's what I love doing. And technology is usually the easy part. Mm. You have a software package, you have, you deploy this, you do a transformation. And we are going to talk about transformations and digital transformation. I mean, transformation is all about people. People are the difficult part. People need to adapt to a new way of work, a new process, a new software. And you need to move people. You need to convince them that what you're doing is for, for the good of the company, of course. And also, if they are smart enough, if they are intelligent enough, they will be better prepared for change, for something that is coming ahead of them. So it, it's, the, the, it's the people equation that you need to, that I always found find that... It takes a lot of time, and uh, that I dedicate a lot of time in 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 making um, happen. So technology is easy, even Mm -hmm. if it's hard. It's easier than people convincing people, getting the right people in your team. So it's all about people, 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 and you you have to read them, you have to understand them, and even even uh, traveling and working. In all these countries and different cultures, what i find uh, what I found out also it, is there, there are things in common, for example, people don't like to lose. Mm-hmm. if you're a professional and you are a good professional in Africa, in South America in Middle East, you don't want to lo- lose you don't want to lose face uh, face yeah. you want to do your best, you want to give it your best, and you want to be you want the, the other peers to 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 look and say this guy is good this right. this guy is a good professional so y- there are some common traits even in all these places and you can play with those traits you can you you know okay this gentleman here or this lady here she's a good professional so she's looking to do her best and she wants my support as a manager to ensure that she does her best so so that's why I always focus in people. I believe this is what made me develop my, my people skills.
0: Right. now, I think that's very in, in, insightful, Rui. I can see exactly what you're talking about. Uh, what, particularly if you land in a different culture, people don't know who you are. You're this guy, you know. You have to set a, a sort of a ethos in the team and maybe into the bigger company that you're going to work with everybody to get this project implemented you brought up digital transformation there which of course is the buzzword but it's been going on as long as this industry has been around what what do you see as the 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 big differences today is it the pace of it is, is it the scope of it
1: what you know what is digital transformation in the in that sense that people use you're right Pat i mean the word transformation has been around for decades mm mm-hmm. We are always moving from one way of doing things to another way of doing things because it makes sense. Either because we are saving money, OPEX, or that we are saving investment. We are not investing as much in this technology. So so uh, it makes sense to work in different ways. That's why we need to transform. and We transform processes, we transform technology. And when you look at technology, you see that that technology changes every five years, there's a big disruption. It's grid computing or cloud computing or whatever comes. Now it's AI and ML, uh, but uh, even if AI has been around since the 50s or the 60s, so there's always a new thing, a new technology that tries tries to or disrupts the former technology. So you need to transform. You need to move ahead. Because it makes business sense. So, tra- uh, as I said, I mean, transformation has been around for for 10, quite yeah. some time. And mm-hmm. uh, what I see now, and this is the trend, with these new technologies that, that keep showing up, like AI, machine learning, the use of data, more and more data, these big data deployments using data science, is that... You want to use all these technologies to to deploy automation to make sure that your systems run uh, with the less human intervention possible. Mm-hmm. Humans introduce delay. If you look at the process, <laughs> yes. If you look, yeah, this is this uh, that. This has also a dark side to it, as, <laughs> as, you, as you can see. Absolutely. And this is not new. Look at, the, look at the automotive industry. Look at Detroit, as it was one of the richest mm-hmm. cities in the world. And now if you go there, you will see it's all ruins. And if you look at the uh, 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 automotive assembly line, You see all these arms, they are robots. Robots have been around for decades. What we see now is that we are deploying this robot-like technology, this automation technology using AI or ML. We are deploying this in telecommunications. And uh, and I believe in other industries also, we speak about Industry 4.0 which is mm-hmm. also a big thing. So automation, 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 using AI or machine learning or whatever you want to use to automate. Removing the humans from the process. Right. But this might, you, you, you might say, okay, we are getting rid of all humans. It's not possible and we don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. We don't want to do it. We want to use humans, to things that humans are very good at. Yeah designing, thinking of something absolutely new, uh, uh, things that can be automated by a machine, they automated by a machine. For example, let me give you an example. In, in, in a call center, in a telecommunications company, when I call to a call center, I might go through an IVR, which is that, that, that machine that says, press one for this, press two, I hate those machines. But if, if I have a chatbot, and the chatbot is quite good, can understand is if I say, hey, please, uh, I I want to have a second copy of my bill and the chat will say, well, Mr. Rui, welcome. Yeah, we will send you the, the copy to your email Right, and that's it and it just pops up. So, I don't have to to actually talk to someone to get a, yeah. a, a second copy of and the bill. It, it
0: should be quicker. It, it should, you don't have to queue for um, Absolutely. a Absolutely. So yeah. it,
1: it improves in this case. It mm-hmm. improves the customer experience. Mm-hmm. And this is a good thing. If it improves the customer's experience, our customers will be happier. They will not churn. They will not look into uh, to going to, to other competitors. So if I want to speak to a human person, so, it's because I have something that is quite complicated that the machine is not able to do, that the yeah. machine is not able to automate. Like, I want to swap a pricing plan, or I want to add my, my two daughters to my pricing plan, but I want to split the data package four gigs for one, three gigs for the other. So, it's something that is not normal, that mm-hmm. cannot be, that is not easy to be automated. So, the use of these technologies, uh, this digital transformation, is to also to empower a uh, human to augment the human that is working in that in that position i don't believe in replacing humans i believe in giving them what they are good at uh, uh, doing yeah. not not uh, doing some repetitive task which is yeah. also yeah. frustrating uh, for people
0: so so really what you're saying is like inevitably you have to bring more Modern technology to your, your company. Otherwise, there's still be people plugging, connecting calls with plugs. You know? So that's, it's inevitable. And the question is can you know, make it a better experience for the customer and for the staff? Maybe upgrade them in terms of the work they do or whatever, and put the menial tasks in the machine.
1: Absolutely. That's it. That's it. That, that, that is what's happening now in the, in the, in the telecommunications industry. When I see, also when I look at industry 4.0, I think that is that that is the goal. The goal should not be, and hopefully will not be, <laughs> to replace all humanity by machines no, no, and no. have <laughs> all this this kind of Terminator T9000 a uh, kind of movie. You didn't uh, pay your bill. <laughs> <laughs> you will be terminated.
0: This <laughs> is well they don't have that. But- can I ask you on a more personal level, yes. of all the places, I'm not going to ask you a favorite, but of all the places you've, you've lived, what would be among your, your favorites, more than, say, two or three places? Or was there something about different places? I really like that.
1: If I could choose to go back, I would go back to Myanmar and Malaysia. Mm-hmm. Myanmar is a, is a magic place. The, the, the people are very hardworking they are very determined they work hard i mean i had to send them home i had to say no 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 it's enough enough no but boss we need to do No, no 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 enough go home go home they are eager to learn they are eager to do more Mm -hmm. to 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 get more responsibility to 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 learn more and to be a a a better professional so they have a great 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 working attitude okay Uh, um so I would go back to, to Myanmar. If I could not go back to Myanmar, I would go to Malaysia, which is also a beautiful, beautiful country. The food is amazing. Uh, weather is, is good all, uh, all year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, that, that's what I would uh, go back to. Absolutely.
0: Cool. Oh, I like that. It's, um, you're making me dream here, really, <laughs> just thinking about, you know, nice food, nice weather you know anyway you would love it
1: you would
0: love it well <laughs> so listen thanks for being on the podcast really and sharing your experiences both personal and and professional i mean i think i think you people will realize the way you talk you've you've a deep feeling for what it takes to do these projects and not just on the technical level you think about the, the people as well so that's really interesting now on this podcast you get to nominate the playout song so uh, what have you thought of
1: <laughs> uh, me, uh, yes. Uh, Foo Fighters, oh, cool. uh, the band Foo Fighters, yeah. uh, and uh, the the song is called Walk. Okay, uh, I don't
0: know that one, but I know some. Of, I know some of the other Foo Fighters Foo stuff. Fighters are, are good. Uh, so
1: what does this, does this song mean anything to you? Uh, it's about changing. It's about walking. It's about going from A to B, starting something new, uh, which is also always a, a bit of um, s- scary. But I love being scared that way. So uh, I'm always looking to start something new, hopefully for the next 20 or 30. I don't know. Yeah, no, really. That's it. That's it. I look
0: forward to that. No, thanks for being on the podcast, really. Thank you very much, man. You take care.